0: Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story. This is Chelsea, and I'm here today with my co-host Ryan, and we are starting in Deuteronomy 26 today. And Moses is kind of finishing up the covenant here, the the, the law for the second generation of Israelites. And
1: we read some pretty interesting stuff. Well, it's funny because it starts out and it's like, oh, it's very kind. Like, there's going to be some really awesome things that happen to Israel. Yeah. And then it pre- takes a pretty dark turn.
0: I did notice that the awesome things was were like, it's, it's like one third of the length of the not awesome things as far as what details are happening. The not awesome <laughs> things seem lengthy. Also... Um, the things that the Levites shout and people say amen to. <laughs> I think we should bring it back. I think we should bring it back. <laughs> I was thinking like one of them is like, hey, don't want to have sexual intercourse with your sister. And I was thinking of, um, Amnon, David's son.
1: Oh. Who likes
0: Tamar and like a whole bunch of yeah. curse, Like that generation yeah. of people after him. It's cursed. David's line is not great. Um, 1 Corinthians 5. Don't sleep with your mother-in-law. Yeah. I know. I wrote that down too. <laughs> so there,
1: there are instances of these situations. and yeah. You know, it's it's really easy to look at some of this stuff and be like, oh my gosh, this mm-hmm. is, how terrible. But like, this stuff does still happen.
0: It happens. And I, Jesus came and fulfilled the law, but there are some things in the law that are still applicable today. Like, just because Jesus died for your sins doesn't mean you can sleep with your mother-in-law.
1: <laughs> Teach me, Chelsea. How do we know which is which?
0: I think you have to touch me. <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a um a formula or method for deciding that. I just know that there are different types of law.
1: So this is this is the most intense I've ever read through the Old Testament. It really is. And one of the things that it, I just continue to notice is that like God is no joke. And and nope. he he <laughs> is willing to bless abundantly. And, and that is definitely what we notice because it's like, oh, man, that's so cool. God abundantly blesses. Mm-hmm. He is also willing to revoke his blessing with fervor. like Yeah. <laughs> because because this passage ends, like, very dark. Like, you are going to be so oppressed you're going to, like, eat your babies. Yeah. And, like, in secret, which it's, I don't – it's crazy.
0: It's crazy. But it's like I, – I like, when I'm thinking about God laying this out, I'm thinking that this is, like, he's laying it out in detail because he's like, this is serious. Like, you don't want to disobey. It is
1: actually gracious that it's defined mm-hmm. because you don't get to a place where you're like, oh, you never said that was going to happen. Right.
0: But the thing is, it all
1: happens. <laughs> it does all happen. As we'll find out as we get to the
0: prophets. It's it's all happening. And it's, it's sad. Like, I...
1: Be- because it's a covenant. Like, a covenant with God is no joke. Yeah. It's not something we should handle lightly. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately for them, it is something that they handled lightly. And generation under generation under generation. Like, like I think we read in Exodus. I think it's Exodus. It's like, I'm going to punish generation after generation. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, this is not something to hold lightly. And I think that I, I, I definitely, as I've been reading through the Old Testament, guys, if you've been listening very regularly, I do feel like I've been a little bit... Doom and gloom, maybe. Uh, but one of the things that I'm definitely appreciating as I read through this is, like, God is very serious. Yeah. And and we we should take a moment and, like, actually fear the Lord.
0: Yeah. Um, if you're doom and gloom, you're only matching the tone
1: of the reading. Well, I mean, the reading is extremely doom and gloom. Uh, these are not passages that probably your pastor is going to preach from this weekend.
0: Right. Well, and it's hard to walk away from these passages and be like, Wow. The Lord really spoke to me today through
1: this. <laughs> I, you know what? Though? I would I would push back on that. I think the Lord is speaking to me today. Like, I mean, maybe not specifically through like, oh, they're going to eat their babies. Right. But it, <laughs> that, it's that like, is what I mean. oh man. Like, I want to follow God because my life will will not be good if I don't.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think, um, yeah, it's just I'm, I don't know. I don't want to misrepresent that. I don't want to. I don't want people to feel like God is something to handle lightly. Um, because I think when we follow in his path, like he does bless us abundantly. Um, and I think as well. So so one of the things that I read that was like an interesting spin on this, because I'm reading through it. And honestly, after I read it, I was like, wow, that is very dark and very heavy. Um, one of the ways that the commentary spun it was that like God is just basically revoking his blessing. Mm-hmm. So it's not that God is like out to get them and hunt them down. He's just saying like, hey, if you follow me, I will give you special position among the people. And you're not going to have to deal with the things that everybody else has to deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, because because a lot of these circumstances were not unheard of. And because they were following God and God was protecting them, they didn't have to deal with them. So then God says, like, hey, if you if you don't follow me, if you don't trust me, like, if you want to worship that piece of stone over there, I'm going to take away that blessing. Mm-hmm. And you're going to live like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so it's not really—I mean, it feels gross. But it is God saying, like, hey, like, you follow me, I'll bless you. If you don't, I'll just actually take that blessing away, and this, this is what your life's going to look yeah. like.
0: And it all stems from idolatry. Like, it does all it stem all from idolatry. From that. And that is what we'll run into again and again with the Israelites. Because
1: is. they have this incredible opportunity to live as God's chosen people. Mm-hmm. Why would you not choose that? Spoiler alert. So do we. <laughs> yes. Why would we ever, ever not choose that? Yeah. Um, so another interesting sidetrack. Um there there was a couple lines that got our attention, right? So Chelsea yeah. you noticed the thing about like taking being taken away in ships to Egypt. Yeah. Uh, that actually happens. So th- there's like recorded Roman history much later on, after Jesus actually, um, where the Jews are literally loaded up into slave ships and carted off to Egypt <laughs> and sold as slaves in Egypt. And they were actually seen as like not very great not very great slaves to own.
0: <laughs> okay. One thing that did stick out to me that's a little bit more positive than um cannibalism.
1: That's, that's not a hard thing to hit. <laughs> it
0: was in the beginning of Deuteronomy 26, the beginning of our reading. As you're reading it, the, the Israelites are supposed to take in an offering and say in the presence of the Lord a brief history of what happened, um, starting with their, their ancestor and the, the exodus from Egypt. And I was thinking as you we were reading that, that our salvation is a lot like a second exodus. And I think we know that. But as I'm reading this, we were oppressed and we were humiliated and we were slaves to sin. Um, The Lord heard our cries. He brought us out of slavery through miraculous signs and wonders. Jesus' death and resurrection, the earthquake that happened on the day He was um, crucified, um, the temple curtain splitting from top to bottom, miraculous things happened. And then He brought us into a new land. He brought us into salvation and His presence. And now we're here forever with Him. And... Jesus is this law, this covenant that um, the Lord's making with His people. This new covenant is Jesus. And so our stories right now as believers in the 21st century, every person who's accepted Jesus has a similar story of Exodus from a life of sin. That was my
1: positive thing. That's very awesome. <laughs> That's very cool. Why would we ever not choose that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Guys, thanks so much to listening for God's Whole Story. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are, please share it with somebody. Uh also uh you can go to our Instagram at God's Whole Story Podcast. If you click the link in our bio, you can actually uh find a little link to like leave us a review. It helps us out a lot to leave a review. If you're enjoying this, uh please just leave a review for us. Uh it helps us stand out and gets this in more people's ears. That feels weird. That feels weird, but hey. It's fine. We're going to roll with it. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Deuteronomy 26, starting in verse 1. When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you as a special possession, and you have conquered it and settled there, put some of the first produce from each crop you harvest into a basket and bring it to the designated place of worship, the place the Lord your God chooses for his name to be honored. Go to the priest in charge at that time and say to him, With this gift I acknowledge to the Lord your God that I have entered the land he swore to our ancestors he would give us. The priest will then take the basket from your hand and set it before the altar of the Lord your God. You must then say, in the presence of your Lord, of the Lord your God, my ancestor Jacob was a wandering Aramean who went to live as a foreigner in Egypt. His family arrived few in number, but in Egypt they became a large and mighty nation. When the Egyptians oppressed and humiliated us by making us their slaves, we cried out to the Lord, the God of our ancestors. He heard our cries and saw our hardship, toil, and oppression. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a strong hand and a powerful arm, with overwhelming terror and. With miraculous signs and wonders. He brought us to this place and gave us this land flowing with milk and honey. And now, O Lord, I have brought you to the first portion of the harvest you have given me from the ground. Then place the produce before the Lord your God and bow to the ground in worship before him. Afterwards, you may go and celebrate because of all the good things the Lord your God has given to you and your household. Remember to include the Levites and the foreigners living among you in the celebration. Every third year, you must offer a special tithe of your crops. In the year of the special tithe, you must give your tithes to the Levites, foreigners, orphans, and widows, so that they will have enough to eat in your towns. Then you must declare in the presence of the Lord your God, I have taken the sacred gift from my house and have given it to the Levites, foreigners, orphans, and widows, just as you commanded me. I have not violated or forgotten any of your commands. I have not eaten any of it while in mourning. I have not handled it while I was ceremonially unclean. I have not offered it to any of the dead. I have obeyed the Lord my God and have done everything you have commanded me. Now look down from your holy dwelling place in heaven and bless your people Israel and the land you swore to our ancestors to give us, a land flowing with milk and honey. Today the Lord your God has commanded you to obey all these decrees and regulations, so be careful to obey them wholeheartedly. You have declared today that the Lord is your God, and you have promised to walk in His ways and to obey His decrees, commands, and regulations, and to do everything He tells you. The Lord has declared today that you are His people, His own special treasure, just as He promised, and that you may must obey His commands. And if you do, He will set you high above all other nations He has made. Then you will receive praise, honor, and renown. You will be a nation that is holy to the Lord your God, just as he promised. Then Moses and the leaders of Israel gave this charge to the people. Obey all these commands that I'm giving you today. When you cross the Jordan and enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, set up some large stones and coat them with plaster. "'Write this whole body of instruction on them "'when you cross the river "'to enter the land your Lord is giving you, "'a land flowing with milk and honey, "'just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. "'When you cross the Jordan, "'set up these stones at Mount Ebal "'and coat them with plaster, "'as I am commanding you today. "'Then build an altar there to the Lord your God, "'using natural uncut stones. "'You must not shape the stones with an iron tool. "'Build the altar of uncut stones "'and use it to offer burnt offerings "'to the Lord your God.' Also, sacrifice peace offerings on it and celebrate by feasting there before the Lord your God. You must clearly write all these instructions on the stones coated with plaster. Then Moses and the Levitical priests addressed all of Israel as follows: "O Israel, be quiet and listen. Today you have become the people of the Lord your God, so you must obey the Lord your God by keeping these commands and decrees that I am giving you today." That same day, Moses also gave this charge to the people. When you cross the Jordan River, the tribes of Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Joseph, and Benjamin must stand on Mount Gerizim to proclaim a blessing over the people. And the tribes of Reuben, Gad, Asher, Zebulun, Dan, and Naphtali must stand on Mount Ebal to proclaim a curse. Then the Levites will shout to all the people of Israel, Cursed is anyone who carves or casts an idol secretly and sets it up. These idols, the work of craftsmen, are detestable to the Lord, and all the people will reply, Amen. Cursed is anyone who dishonors father or mother, and all the people will reply, Amen. Cursed is anyone who steals property from a neighbor by moving a boundary marker, and all the people will reply, Amen. Cursed is anyone who leads a blind person astray on the road, and all the people will reply, Amen. Cursed is anyone who denies justice to foreigners, orphans, or widows, and all will reply, amen. Cursed is anyone who has sexual intercourse with one of his father's wives, for he has violated his father, and all the people will reply, amen. Cursed is anyone who has sexual intercourse with an animal, and all the people will reply, amen. Cursed is anyone who has sexual intercourse with his sister, whether she is the daughter of his father or his mother, and all will reply, Amen. Cursed is anyone who has sexual intercourse with his mother-in-law, and all the people will reply, Amen. Cursed is anyone who attacks a neighbor in secret, and all the people will reply, Amen. Cursed is anyone who accepts payment to kill an innocent person, and all the people will reply, Amen. Cursed is anyone who does not affirm and obey the terms of these instructions, and all the people will reply, Amen. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all His commands that I am giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the world. You will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord your God. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be blessed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be blessed. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed." The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you in seven. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you. If you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, the Lord will establish you as his holy people, as he swore he would do. Then all the nations of the world will see that you are a people proclaimed by the Lord, and they will stand in awe of you. The Lord will give you prosperity in the land he swore to your ancestors to give you. Blessing you with many children, numerous livestock, and abundant crops. The Lord will send rain at the proper time from His rich treasury in the heavens and bless all the work you do. You will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow from them. If you listen to these commands of the Lord your God that I am giving you today, and if you carefully obey them, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail, and you will always be on the top and never on the bottom. You must not turn away from any of the commands I am giving you today, nor follow after other gods and worship them. But if you refuse to listen to the Lord your God and do not obey all the commands and decrees I am giving you today, all these curses will come and overwhelm you. Your towns and your fields will be cursed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be cursed. Your children and your crops will be cursed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be cursed. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be cursed. The Lord himself will send on you curses, confusion, and frustration in everything you do until at last you are completely destroyed for doing evil and abandoning me. The Lord will afflict you with diseases until none of you are left in the land you are about to enter and occupy. The Lord will strike you with His wasting diseases, fever, and inflammation, with scorching heat and drought, with blight and mildew. These disasters will pursue you until you die. The skies above will be unyielding as bronze, and the earth beneath will be as hard as iron. The Lord will change the rain that falls on your land into powder, and dust will pour down from the sky until you are destroyed. The Lord will cause you to be defeated by your enemies. You will attack your enemies from one direction, but you will scatter from them in seven. You will be an object of horror to all the kingdoms of the earth. Your corpses will be food for the scavenging birds and wild animals, and no one will be there to chase them away. The Lord will afflict you with the boils of Egypt and with tumors of scurvy and itch from which you cannot be cured. The Lord will strike you with madness, blindness, and panic. You will grope around in broad daylight like a blind person, groping in the darkness, but you will not find your way. You will be oppressed and robbed continually, and no one will come to save you. You will be engaged to a woman, but another man will sleep with her. You will build a house, but someone else will live in it. You will plant a vineyard, but you will never enjoy its fruit. The <laughs> cat Your ox will be butchered before your eyes, but you will not eat a single bite of the meat. Your donkey will be taken from you, never to be returned. Your sheep and goats will be given to your enemies, and no one will be there to help you. You will watch as your sons and daughters are taken away as slaves. Your heart will break for them, but you won't be able to help them. A foreign nation you have never heard about will eat the crops you worked so hard to grow. You will suffer under constant oppression and harsh treatment. You will go mad because of all the tragedy you see around you. the Lord will cover your knees and legs with incurable boils. In fact, you will be covered from head to foot. The Lord will exile you and your king to a nation unknown to you and your ancestors. There, in exile, you will worship gods of wood and stone. You will become an object of horror, ridicule, and mockery among the nations to which the Lord sends you. You will plant much, but harvest little, for locusts will eat your crops. You will plant vineyards and care for them, but you will not drink the wine or eat the grapes, for worms will destroy the vines. You will grow olive trees throughout your land, but you will never use the olive oil, for the fruit will drop before it ripens. You will have sons and daughters, but you will lose them, for they will be led away into captivity. Swarms of insects will destroy the trees and crops. The foreigners living among you will become stronger and stronger, while you become weaker and weaker. They will lend money to you, but you will not let to them. They will be the head and you will be the tail. If you refuse to listen to the Lord your God and to obey the commands and decrees he has given you, all these curses will pursue and overtake you until you are destroyed. These horrors will serve as a sign and warning among you and your descendants forever. If you do not serve the Lord your God with joy and enthusiasm for the abundant benefits you have received, you will serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you. You will be left hungry, thirsty, naked, and lacking in everything. The Lord will put an iron yoke on your neck, oppressing you harshly until he has destroyed you. The Lord will bring a distant nation against you from the end of the earth, and it will swoop down on you like a vulture. It is a nation whose language you do not understand, a fierce and heartless nation that shows no respect for the old and no pity for the young. It's armies will devour your livestock and crops, and you will be destroyed. They will leave you with no grain, new wine, olive oil, calves, or lambs, and you will starve to death. They will attack your cities until all are fortified walls in your land. The walls you trusted to protect you are knocked down. They will attack all the towns in the land the Lord your God has given you. The siege and terrible distress of the enemy's attack will be so severe that you will eat the flesh of your own sons and daughters, whom the Lord your God has given you." The most tender-hearted man among you will have no compassion for his own brother, his beloved wife, and his surviving children. He he will refuse to share with them the flesh he is devouring, the flesh of one of his own children, because he has nothing else to eat during the siege and the terrible distress that the enemy will inflict on you and all your towns. The most tender and delicate woman among you, so delicate she would not as much touch the ground with her foot will be selfish toward the husband she loves and toward her own son and daughter she will hide from them the afterbirth and the new Baby, she has born so that she herself can secretly eat them. She will have nothing else to eat during the siege and terrible distress that your enemy will inflict on all your towns. If you refuse to obey all the words of instruction that are written in this book, and if you do not fear the glorious and awesome name of the Lord your God, then the Lord will overwhelm you and your children with indescribable plagues. These plagues will be intense and without relief, making you miserable and unbearably sick. He will afflict you with all the diseases of Egypt that you feared so much that you will have no relief. The Lord will afflict you with every sickness and plague there is, even those not mentioned in the book of instruction, until you are destroyed." Though you become as numerous as the stars in the sky, few of you will be left because you would not listen to the Lord your God. Just as the Lord has found great pleasure in causing you to prosper and multiply, the Lord will find pleasure in destroying you. You will be torn from the land you are about to enter and occupy, for the Lord will scatter you among all the nations, from one end of the earth to the other. There you will worship foreign gods that neither you nor your ancestors have known, gods made of wood and stone. There, among those nations, you will find no peace or place to rest, and the Lord will cause your heart to tremble, your eyesight to fail, and your soul to despair. Your life will constantly hang in the balance. You will live night and day in fear, and sure, unsure if you will survive. In the morning you will say, if only it were night, and in the evening you will say, if only it were morning, for you will be terrified by the awful horrors you see around you." Then the Lord will send you back to Egypt in ships, to a destination I promised you would never see again. There you will offer to sell yourselves to your enemies as slaves, but no one will buy you. These are the terms of the covenant the Lord commanded Moses to make with the Israelites while they were in the land of Moab, in addition to the covenant he made with them on Mount Sinai.